0: Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of Food School Podcast and lesson number 10 of our Food School 2019 marathon. Today, we will talk about a subject, that I'm asked about often. And even though I'm not really a fan of macronutrients counting or counting your fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, and also calories and all of that, just because our body doesn't really eat carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, we eat whole foods. And those nutrients coming from one kind of food will have completely different effect when coming from some other kind of food. So... Plus, it makes life more complicated, and eating more complicated, and who needs more complication, right? But I must admit that when you know how to count your macronutrients, when you know how to use properly macronutrient counting and changing those macronutrients to adjust your body composition without really changing the amount of food you eat or changing when you eat or your eating behavior, that can be another powerful tool in your toolkit of metabolic tools to use to change your body composition as you want. You know, once I started to eat proper, high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carbohydrate, whole-food diet, it's really easy for me to keep my six-pack abs 365 days a year, whereas when I was raw vegan eating still Whole foods, completely raw foods, and I used to run 10k a day, and I never had my six pack, like ever. And that's the power of macronutrients, or different amounts of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats in your diet. But I only recommend to start any kind of macronutrient counting when you're already eating whole foods unprocessed foods on a regular basis consistently guys i do not recommend to eat some junky food start eating what sometimes they call dirty keto or dirty low carb diet basically eating whatever but counting your macronutrients that's not what i recommend i recommend first switching to whole food diet unprocessed food diets eating normally eating consistently like that, and only that, if you want to change your body composition, uh, that, you know, macronutrient counting is specifically designed to change your uh, body composition. It's not really, well, it actually can help with your metabolic health too, but More than anything, when you start counting your carbohydrates, protein, and fats, it's more advanced strategy, and most of you guys for life don't ever need that. But if you do want to change your body composition, if you want to see your six-pack easier, then uh, counting your macronutrients might be the answer for you. And today I will give you a quick guide how to do it in a more simple and more intuitive way, so you don't dump counting each and every meal that you have. So first thing you want to do, if you decided to count your macronutrients, if you already have a great diet and you just want to change your body composition or maybe improve your metabolic health, um, as I said, uh, or also it helps to control your appetite and your hunger better um, and also helps with any issues. If you have any uh, kind of diabetic kind of issues or you have problems with your insulin or... um, There are a lot of different problems with metabolism that you might actually fix with changing the macronutrient composition of your diet. Uh, and when it comes to body composition or changing the amount of fat you carry, the amount of lean body mass you carry, it's not a surprise that, for example, when uh, somebody is competing or getting ready to compete as a bodybuilder or a fitness model, uh, they kind of have the similar diet of higher protein, lower carbohydrates. And recently, ketogenic diet got uh, a lot of attention. So higher fat, lower carbs, uh, um, higher protein. And um, also, it's been proven by many studies that for the majority of people, low-carbohydrate diets work better for weight loss, for uh, fat loss, and for weight maintenance, because people just eat less naturally and feel less hungry, whereas uh, people on a higher-carbohydrate diet with the same kind of calorie deficit tend to feel hungrier, and nobody wants to feel hungry, you know, I hate feeling hungry, and that's why I love low-carb, high-fat diet, because even though I seemingly eat less, I don't feel hungry. And that's why I love low-carb, high-fat diet so much. And that's why I also recommend people who fail on other kind of nutrition approaches or maybe vegetarian or vegan approach or eating uh, more whole uh, grains. That's why I recommend to those people who cannot do the diet, who fail all the time on that to try a low-carb, high-fat diet. Uh, because again, for different people, different things work. For life, so back to our macronutrient counting guide. First, you want to figure out or kind of make a set of meals that you usually eat uh, every single day for your breakfast, for your lunch, for dinner. Kind of create a few samples of meals that you repeat constantly, and you, you can imagine yourself uh, eating pretty much on a regular basis. We all tend to fall into the same eating patterns uh, and that's not necessarily actually bad you just need to change maybe you know vegetables or the source of protein like your fish your uh, meats uh, uh, the source of the fat but kind of the pattern or the formula for meal should be pretty much be the same you know your vegetables your healthy proteins your healthy fats so choose a few meals that you tend to repeat break those meals into uh, ingredients that you will count the macronutrients off. So for example, if uh, for lunch, I every day eat big salad, I eat uh, that much fish, uh, or that much chicken, that much uh, added fats, like maybe olive oil, or maybe grass-fed butter, or anything like that. Maybe I eat olives, or nuts, or maybe a piece of fruit. Um, so I break it down into those ingredients. And um, if you don't want to do it super precisely, you can kind of Uh, evaluate the weight of those food. But I suggest first time at the beginning to weigh your food at food scales. Those are really cheap. So purchase one if you want to get into carbohydrate, uh, into macronutrient counting. So Weigh the ingredients of your meals as you have them. So maybe that will take uh, a week or something to weigh all of your meals and all the ingredients. Well, uh, weigh everything except for herbs, spices, and leafy greens. Because those guys, the calories or macronutrients, they provide their, like, they provide a lot of value, vitamins and minerals, but when it comes to macronutrient counting, they do not um, make really different. So everything except for herbs, spices, salt, of course, uh, and then leafy greens. So your proteins, your fats, your, I don't know, fruits and vegetables and everything. So weigh everything and look up at, I don't know, either online or use some app like MyFitnessPal or others that allow you to put in the food, the amount of that food, and that will show you the macronutrient breakdown already. So you know your macronutrients. If you're using some apps, they will also show you the amount of calories you're getting from your meals. But as I said, not, it's not... That important to know the calories. Um, so you break down your meals into uh, ingredients, you weigh those ingredients, uh, you look up the amount of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins in them. Also from carbohydrates always, always subtract fiber. So if you Google that food or if in your app it shows a certain amount of carbohydrates for that food, like let's say for an apple. Uh, but then there is uh Fiber, then subtract that fiber from carbohydrates because your body is not gonna uh, get any significant calories, if any, from that food. Uh, so subtract fiber, then count your proteins, count your fats. Uh, on average, uh, every gram of protein, every gram of carbohydrate has four calories and every gram of fat has nine calories. So if you want to do it by hand, multiply the amount of your carbohydrates by four, your proteins by four, and your fats by nine, and you're going to get calories. But again, you don't actually have to count calories. You can just know the number of grams of your carbohydrates, of your proteins, and your fats. And then from that, when you have your carbohydrates, proteins, and fats per different meals, um, you can start changing the amount of proteins, and fats, and carbohydrates in your food by changing the amount of, your, of that Food uh, in your meals. So, for example, if you want to decrease your carbohydrates, start decreasing your um, starchy uh, vegetables. For example, like potatoes uh, or starch from rice and grains. Those are high carbohydrate. Uh, foods, also fruits of course, have a uh, higher carbohydrate count. Uh, then, if you want to change your fats, you know look at different meats because different meats and fish have different amount of fats, but specifically it 's better to look at added fats like things like olives, uh, olive oil or fat um, or maybe fat rich foods like avocados or nuts and seeds, and maybe instead of avocado if you 're trying to cut fat, eat. Instead of whole thing, eat half of it, maybe reduce your nuts amounts. Uh, if you want to decrease your protein, that's, uh, that's a rare an issue. Most of you guys will have to increase the amount of your protein. So again, try to increase the amount of that food. That's just as simple as that. So if you're eating, for example, for that meal... Um, 200 grams of fish, start eating 400 grams of fish and add it into your uh, plan and see how that affects your macronutrient ratio. Uh, But in general, if you want to try to build more muscles, if you want to get leaner, try to increase your proteins in normal amounts, you know, don't drink shakes, but in whole foods. Um... So, increase your protein, uh, decrease your carbohydrate, uh, and uh, you might increase or decrease your fats depending where you are. You need your healthy fats. Uh, We are not going to thrive and feel amazing on low-fat diets. So eat your fats from whole foods. You might look at added fats if you're trying to change your body compositions. And play with those uh, micronutrients. As I said, like if you're trying to build fitness model like Physique, then probably you want to uh, have pretty high amount of protein from whole foods. You want to have healthy fats from your whole foods and maybe eliminate or really cut added fats. And you want to reduce your carbohydrates, especially from uh, starchy carbohydrates, like grains, like potatoes, uh, especially from uh, fruits, from uh, high-sugar fruits. Uh, So, and you play with that. And then also, once you have your basic meals uh, written down and figured out, then just when you want to eat something different, Substitute the same kind of foods for different kinds of foods. So if you, for example, calculated the amounts of carbohydrates, macronutrients, and fats per uh, maybe salad, uh, fatty fish like salmon, uh, and uh, maybe an avocado, if you calculated your macros for that kind of meal, then next time, when you have different foods available, you might substitute your salad for some non-starchy cooked vegetables like... And just try to substitute as close to that food as possible. So, for example, if that salad was made of leafy greens, then maybe you get some cooked spinach. If uh, in that... If you calculated amount of macros per, I don't know, steamed broccoli, then maybe substitute it with steamed cauliflower or steamed Brussels sprouts. Uh, and then you might substitute your fish for different kinds of fish, for chicken or meat. Of course, the uh, macronutrients will be a little bit different, but not that much different. And uh, you might substitute your avocado for some nuts. And you'll pretty much stay in line Um with what you calculated your macros for. Uh, Maybe a little bit more here, a little bit less there. But again, if you're substituting the foods with really similar kinds of food, there is not going to be much of a different, much of a different that uh, you should really worry about. Um, And yeah, so that's the way I use for myself. That's the method I use for myself and with a lot of my clients who want More advanced meal plan once they cover the basics and who want to usually adjust their body composition. But also, it's great to try it if again, um, different macronutrients, different foods don't work for you, or you have some problems with your metabolism, especially with your sugar metabolism, with your insulin metabolism, uh, or, or you're just trying, or you maybe. You have weight loss plateau, and you want to break through that. So changing macronutrients for a few days, uh, for, for a couple of weeks, might really help you to get through that uh, plateau. So that's my simple guide how to start counting your macronutrients, why do it, and what's the best way, the simplest way to do it. So it's simple enough, uh, but still precise enough, and it's flexible enough, so you don't have to count your macros every um, single time. That's it for today, guys. Again, as I said, you might want to count your macronutrients if you want to change your body composition in particular. If you don't just want to lose weight, but you want to reduce fat and you want to see muscle definition, you already have pretty good um, body composition with pretty low body fat percentage, and you just want to go further. If you need to fix your metabolism, especially when it comes to uh, sugar, blood glucose metabolism, your insulin metabolism, if you want to get through weight loss, plateau, uh, and all of that, all of that only makes sense if you're already eating diet of whole foods, unprocessed foods, most of the time, guys. So this is for today my simple macronutrient counting guide for you, and tomorrow we will talk a little bit more about diets, paleo diet, keto diet, low-carb diet, plant paradox diet, longevity diets, just a few diets that I've been asked a lot about over the past year, over 2018, so you have an idea and even more diverse toolkit when it comes to changing your eating habits to feel better, look better, and perform better on all levels. Because guys, at the end of the day... There are different kinds and ways to eat and different foods and so much variety available to all of us. Uh, But it doesn't mean that that variety, every single food works perfectly for you. So one of your life tasks is to figure out what shit works for you and what foods work the best for you, making you feel the most amazing, most energetic, most powerful, most capable you and food can do that for you when applied in the right way. So a little bit more about diets tomorrow. And thank you for listening, guys. I love you all. Stay tuned tomorrow for our next lesson. And till next time, eat better daily.